Welcome to episode number 244, Let's Make a Deal. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, and heck, the entire crew. Let's make a deal. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from flea markets, garage sales, bargaining, vendors, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Howard Baker and Christopher Marlowe. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe to drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. What up? What up? Thank you. What up? What up? Uh, so those of you guys who are listening, uh, you know, if there's any issues with the audio, we apologize. We are doing this via Zoom. Um, but as I always say, that's the reason why we always try to bring at least, at least bare minimum, the quality content. So we'll start things off with the definition of a flea market. <laughs> a flea market is a type of street market that provides space for vendors to sell previously owned merchandise. This type of market is often seasonal. However, in recent years, there has been a development of, quote, formal and casual markets, which divides a fixed style market with long term leases and a seasonal style market with short term leases. Mm. Um, OK, I got I think I got that from Wikipedia. So. Uh, shout out to them. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't that doesn't fully encapsulate it, but yeah. Um, and General then I also idea. just um, defined it garage sale slash yard sale. If you look up yard sale, it says garage sale as a definition. Perfect. So I had to look up garage sale. Um, so sale of miscellaneous household goods often held in the garage or front yard of someone's house. Now, both these definitions are very you know superficial. They're just the beginning. That's not perfect, let's just say, but it gives you all the obvious general idea. Um, I mean, if you're anywhere, I guess in America and I don't know where else, but I can only speak for America because I've only been to American flea markets. Um, so I know they're all over. If you live in America, you've definitely passed at least a yard sale. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to jump right in. So when you guys think of uh, garage sale or flea market, well, let's start with both. One, if, when you think of flea market, what do you think of? And when you think of garage sale, what do you think of? So heck, we'll start with you. Um, a garage sale, I, I mean, it kind of sounds like the same though, but a garage sale, you can see them like stuff from their house that they brought along that they're trying to get rid of. Maybe they're moving and they need to get rid of their stuff that they can't bring along with them or they no longer want. And to me, when I think of flea market, I think of like someone that just like has like a basement full of like old stuff that they've just been collecting. And now it's time to get rid of it for some sorts. Like, I mean, sometimes people they collect things for whatever reasons they want. And then next, you know, they're tired of it and they just go off to the flea market trying to get their top dollar out of it. So, I mean, I don't know. That's just my thing. Gabe, what about you? So, yeah. So a, a garage sale, you think like that, like you're walking on somebody's lawn and they have like tables right. and stuff set up, <laughs> but like a, like a flea market, you think of like, you go up there to like, you, some, there's like set up booths. Like everybody's a line of booths and everybody has their own, whatever. Like you said, like the stuff that they've been collecting or they have a, they clear out their house, whatever, and they're just trying to, they set up a booth to sell out to whoever's coming to this makeshift market that they set up in the middle of whatever. It could be like in a, a, a designated a spot that has been picked, whatever, whatever it's called. Cornfield Field Markets. Yeah, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Goose, what about you? Yeah, no, like a garage sale is what it is. A garage sale. So sure. anything you in your garage, your basement, your whatever, and they pull out their front lawn, you drive by, whatever. But a flea market, sometimes it's like, that's some people's like income. They they have like yeah. they, it's like they, they collect like they their specific like specific niches and they collect like whatever it could be. Like back in the day, we mean Jim Tora baseball cards. You go to a flea market, you find a guy just sells something about baseball cards, and that's his income. That's his you know he's there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that's that. It could be or it could be just yeah, like you're trying to clean out your 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 basement, but you're going to this like a it's a like the the town like the town market fair it's like yeah. a like they like it's 
like the ones we go to, they're, they're farmlands. They're old farmlands. And they make little whatever parking lot. And you got everyone little wooden boot like tables kind of make them boost. And they also have an indoor one, which is like like an same thing as an indoor market place. Um, and yeah, that, like it could be anything. It could be where you start your like entrepreneurship on sales. Like Jim always talks about, like it's it's a place where you're bargaining. You're you're bargaining bartering making a deal you're trying to like you know like it's it's a flea market is anything anything goes you know yeah i mean you can find new stuff sometimes you go to the flea markets and they have stuff that are brand new still in packages and then there's some people that bring like they sell stuff from like you always feel like you're at a bodega where they have like a lineup of stuff there you know what i mean like the one guys they sell the shampoos and and people go there because they know they're gonna get a better deal than to say or the other you know the other uh stores to, to buy it or whatever so yeah yeah no that's a good point but and to add on to that just two two things just popped in my mind um there's folks who already have who have a brick and mortar business they're just going uh for the weekend expanding yeah their audience basically so if, if i have if i have a brick and mortar let's just say i don't know bakery whatever um because there's a guy that literally you know does this um or whatever, whatever the business is. It, but I'm like 20 miles away or 15 miles away from there. But they yeah. know every Saturday and Sunday on the weekends, I'm at this particular location. Now mm-hmm. that's how far I expanded my customer base, right? Yeah. Um, and the other, the second part of that is it doesn't necessarily have to be a brick and mortar business. It could be that I own an online business that I just sell um X, Y, and Z product. Let's just say I have an online baseball store or sport equipment store. Um, and for the weekends, if you don't want to pay for shipping costs, mm-hmm. meet me at this X, Y, and Z flea market. And this is where I yeah. sell it's all brand new stuff. But you know, that I, that's more me pleasing, you know, customer satisfaction and same thing with okay. customer base, extending my customer base. So it becomes like a pop-up shop. Yes, essentially, yeah. but they're yeah. there every weekend. Okay. Yeah, it's, they call it, well, they call it like a flea market slash farmer's market because you can yeah. also get food, like food, like the crops yeah. from like their local farmland. They're selling all their stuff there. Yeah. And the, the other thing, too, to add on with Goose was saying the indoor versus the outdoor, um, it's a good option. I mean, the, the, the flea market, the particular flea market that we go to is um, Goose mentioned there. There's an interior. Then there's like a covered exterior. And then there's a, just a straight up exterior exposed, meaning. There's a portion that has roofing, almost like a, kind of like a gazebo or something. Yeah, mm. like it's, it's this huge, massive, you know, and it goes, I, it's pretty dang big, probably like a quarter mile worth of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, but those are, it's kind of what the definition said. Those are leased spots. So these, these people pay, it's almost like a monthly membership, let's just say. So yeah, you get, you know, for that. Yep. every month you pay them whatever, 300 bucks for that space. So basically you're leasing a space from them that's covered. Um, and then they split, they kind of split it up. Everyone kind of know if you're there uh, under the covered section, it's really more of like the newer stuff or food. Um, and then if it's exposed, you know, it's kind of, you're going for either the antiques um, or, you know, obviously well-used stuff. And Sometimes it's just a mixture. There's people in there really selling, you know, like we say, silver bullion coins. Um, there's a guy who just sells army fatigue. There's a person who just sells literally pots and pans. There's a people. There's then you got the people who just sell clothes, like randomly used clothes, like on like a consignment kind of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. You have the people like me and Goose were there yesterday. <laughs> and you have someone who, you know, they're selling kids toys. I don't know where they're getting them from. Maybe they whatever. But they had them all lined up, and the way they were lined up it was, was super, it was color coded. It was you know, um, it was very interesting to watch. Uh, but anyway, I say all that to say um, there's just different. There's a variety. And I know I'm, we're missing you know aspects of this. Uh, like okay, and here's another example in the flea market. There's a re- army recruiting booth, right? So it's not necessarily just you know. Uh, selling used products as the, as that you know it, yeah, it's kind of developed beyond that. Yeah, no, I just think people are starting to get creative with using those spaces. Like you, like you said, yeah. you run out that little booth, and you could do whatever, sell whatever you want. I mean, obviously within right stuff, but you you can do whatever you want in that booth, sell whatever. Or if it's like like yeah, like we saw the army recruiters, or there's there's people sell like 
sell like the, those those bathtub inserts. Like they just have a model, and that's it. They're trying to <laughs> sell you so you can buy. Like it, it, it is. They don't really have I mean, like you don't go there to actually purchase certain things sometimes, but they have a stand. They're trying to sell you on something. Yeah, like I've seen before. Um, you get custom vinyl work done, like the vinyl letterings and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, there. Yeah. I've seen people have, they bring their machines and. Oh, I want this to say, you know, whatever, and they make it right then and there for you. They could tell you to come back in a half hour, and it's made. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they, I, I think, it, yeah, and, and it get it gets cool too, because uh, so so once you go outside, you're gonna have your regulars, right? And they're in particular areas of the uh, uh, of the plot, but when you go inside, you're you're gonna get these folks on a weekly basis. You know exactly where they are. You know exactly where their storefront is. Um, yep. whether rain or shine, right? So that's the benefit. They'll be there. And these yep. people, it's almost like if you think of like a mall, like an indoor mall, it's, it's basically the same setup, really, truly. Just a mall mm -hmm. puts fancier doors and windows. That's all they do. But essentially, it's the same concept where you're inside, you know, walking around a marketplace. Um, and obviously, just like the malls have food courts, so do the indoor flea markets. They? they have food yes, they I mean, there's, they a, there's food a place. Outside too. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a place uh, we used to go to. I don't know if it was it wasn't I ninety five market. It was what was it Pensalkin. There was the Pensalkin yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. They would sell with within the indoor flea market. There's a random. There's not random. It's a legit bike shop. So it's like there, there's also these established you know uh, businesses. But we would go there. Where I would go there for a slice of pizza. I mean, this pizza well, was second to none. I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's what. That's what I say. Every time you would go, there's like our traditional stops. Like you go there, there's yeah. this pizza place that makes like an amazing breakfast pizza. There's this sausage place that makes like their, oh, the their hot sausage. With it. Yeah. Woo! And it's like, you, it's a must. You got to go there. You uh, have to. You, you have to. Ask Jim. You know, I went and bought a sausage and I could, I, like I had just got that eating a slice of pizza, but I can't pass <laughs> this place without buying it. So I bought this thing, wrapped it up and took it to go. And I had it in my in, back. In his back. book bag. <laughs> well, no, I had a little backpack. Because you go to these places, I always have a backpack. You know, you never know what you're going to buy. And so yeah. carrying things or like having different 25 different plastic bags to shove it in your backpack. Well, I ordered a sausage sandwich and threw it in the back of my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ate it. Oh, it was so good. So good. So let's talk about the win-win uh, the situation. So I, I would say for the most part, there's you get your you know the, the flea markets and the garage sales it's a win-win for everybody right just just think about just the you know the garage sale and you, you see you see a lot of like kids toys for sale stuff like that their kids outgrew it they don't want to necessarily throw it away they want someone else to enjoy it they make a little yeah. bit of money you're not paying retail for this stuff you know yeah. kind yeah. of know what you're getting you know what i mean yeah. um and maybe you know and someone else is like yeah you know what i want toys because what, what, even even with us one of our things was um, sometimes we have almost like a, um, almost like a toy chest, but it's outside. Um, but it's a weathered one. So they don't really get demolished, but sometimes the kids, you know, we can't catch every toy. We miss one or two that's out there. So now it's a point where we have outside toys. Uh, and those are one, those are some of the things that you would get at a garage sale. Like let me get, or it's a double of something or whatever. And yeah. that's a win-win for me. I'm only paying a buck for it, but I don't care if they, if it does get stuck out in the rain. Um, so you do get those win-win things, but then you, you always get the occasional, it might not be occasional, you get the regular guy who's trying to sell his used product for retail price, right? Um, every, we all know how cheap TVs are now, right? Comparatively speaking, I should yeah, say, from you know, five years ago versus now, uh, the size you can get, the quality uh, picture you can get versus the price. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's wild. Where I, I remember his scene, this dude had this really old 32-inch uh, screen TV, and he was selling it for like what I can get a 48-inch brand new out of the box um, yeah. that has all the connections. And you're like, I don't know if this guy, but you don't know. You don't know if they just don't know that you can get them for that cheap, or they're really trying to make a buck. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes also, they place or or they, they place the prices up. Yeah, no, they're probably basing off like, yeah, I spent two thousand dollars for this. It's really only worth a hundred dollars now. But he's like, oh, let me, I'm trying to sell for five hundred. Right, it's not right. like it's yeah. not. It's based on what they made the purchase on. Yeah, you get the um. So so when you're talking about bargaining, every once in a while, like you'll say if you buy like another product, right? So let's just say, um, 
I don't know. I, I'm, I, I see a guy selling two baseball mitts and I want both of them. Or I only want the one. And he goes, you know, whatever, 25 bucks. Um, and I see that there's another mitt. I don't necessarily 100% want, but to just let's make a deal kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, if I get this one, how much, you know, how much you give me? Or if he says, my gloves are 30 bucks. And I say, well, if I get two, how much? Instead of 60, how about 50? Right. And so that's still a win win considering how much these people paid for their product. Obviously, that guy himself has to make that judgment call, um, but it, it works somewhat like that. Um, you can sure. offer all you want too. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt to say, "How about ten? How about you're at a flea market? That's, that's you know that's what we're doing. Unless you thing, know, like yeah. we we're saying earlier, they're selling those new products. And it's all like cellophane and all this other stuff. Then you know that's pretty much yeah. their price. Um, but for like used products or something like that, yeah, I mean. Why not throw the number out there? Obviously, if you think you're gonna get a, you're getting a good deal and you know whatever, then just all right. If they says ten bucks. Here's ten bucks. Hmm. Um, and then, but but then you also get those people where you tell them like, let's say that glove was twenty five bucks, and you get people who are like, I'll give you ten dollars for it, or five. Like, like, like really or, 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 or yeah, they, and they don't even meet you like halfway or give you the happy. Yeah. They're 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 just giving you like this. I'm just trying to rip them off as much as I can. And then the, 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 the seller, they're just trying. They're just trying to right. make a but deal. But then the seller looks at you, looks at them like, "What are you doing? It's already on discount. It's twenty five dollars. You know the kind of glove you're getting right now? Like twenty five bucks. I can see if you said fifteen, maybe work with it or even twenty. But some people just like all, low yeah, ball. Yeah, there's and, also people who like that's their technique, and they're like, yeah. "Whoa, you went so low, low balling purposely because then you'll come back up instead of saying fifteen, you'll say ten. Well, at least right. give me yeah. 10, you know? Uh, but also there, there is like a weird thing where there's people taking advantage of people too. Like yeah. there is that weird, um, you know, you're going to get like that. I don't know. It just seems sleazy to me sometimes. Um, like if a, if a person's number is whacked or they're just, if they're whacked, I'm just going to keep it moving. Um, if, if a person's price is uh, almost <laughs> there and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want it. That's when I'll really throw it up. Like, listen, in my mind, I'm like, he said 25, but if he'll take 20, it's mine. So I'm not, you're not really ripping him off. I'm getting a deal still, you know, and it's like, um, but yeah, like Hex mentioned, there's people who are just all over the map with it. Um, you yeah. also have the people, the price tag people, right? They, they price tag everything. Um, and and that's a turnoff. That depends on the buyer. Uh, that could be a turnoff or a turn on. Uh, sometimes, as Goose knows, there's, there's times you, ta- you kind of guess, like, ah, I'm not sure. And if there was a price tag on it, you know, that might change someone's decision, right? So if something looks like it's 50 bucks, but that guy's selling it for 10 and there's no price tag, it kind of, you kind of leave that juggle, right? But if something was, uh, you know, uh, 10 bucks and it had the price tag on it and you knew that's around about what you want to spend, then that was an easy decision for you to make. Mm. Yeah. Um, some people are shy and they don't want to ask. They just want to know. So if I know that's 10 bucks, I'm not here to wheel and deal. I just want to pay for whatever you want and mm. keep it moving. So it really does depend on the buyer. Um, and, 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 and if, and if it's a fair price, I think, um, uh, or reasonable. Yeah. And sometimes like with the, uh, the vendor, you can kind of like, if you talk to them with the first two or three minutes, you can feel if they're going to like, yeah. if they're going to like hook you up or agree with you. Or you can also like, you can tell like, this guy, he's he's cleaning out his basement garage, and, and it might like I don't know. I'm just making this off off my head, but really he's going through a divorce and had to sell a bunch of stuff and kind of like get rid of things and just like and he he was there for for a reason. So like you could tell like when you start talking to these vendors and stuff and like they're normal people anyway. They're not like they're they're um they're running like a um a big box store. They're just trying to sell what they have there. So. But yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. It, it, it depends. Like, like Goose says, there's people there really making a business out of something. There's yeah. some people, uh, or or that's like their actual income. And then there, you get you get the people who are just the weekend warriors. They're there just to make a, a, a little buck. Maybe it's stuff that they just they don't want to have memories of, and they know someone else yeah. can still use it because um, it's still in fairly good condition. Or depends yeah. on what it is. Um, yeah, I and mean, also people like the, people are there for all different reasons. Yeah, like the 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 arts and craft guys, like there there's guys making like these old vintage signs, like they made them and, yeah. to, and they make it to look look old. And yeah. we saw the one guy, he he, he they live like well, his all her shop is up like North Jersey somewhere, and he does everything online. 
or like we've seen them there and you can buy stuff there. You're not paying shipping. You're not paying. And he does orders. Like, so if he's apparently he's there every weekend. So if we've seen something he that we like, you tell him and he'll make it the bigger, uh, like a bigger size or a smaller size. And he'll bring it back that following week. You just go there and meet up with him. But yeah, those, yeah. those things are cool. Like those are people who are showing their talent. You know, they have, yeah. they, they yeah. build stuff. There's the, I don't know, like the, the ladies that make like jewelry out of like they make the jewelry. Like they have like little booze, like those things, like you see someone put their time and effort. So you could honestly kind of give it the value that like, that 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 it should have right well you know that that's their that's an actual business right i mean yeah they're yeah. really trying to have a you know side hustle or if it's their main income whatever they're they're legitimately there to make money right they yeah. have actual yeah. product which is very different from the guy who's cleaning out his garage because his kids outgrew the bikes that they had and the power wheels and stuff like that um then obviously you got like the bootleggers yeah, the knockoffs guys. People would go there with like the imitation yeah. brands of other stuff, and like those are things you gotta be careful too when you make purchases. Like you're like, <laughs> oh my god, is something that costs like a hundred bucks? You're getting it for ten dollars. Like yo, I know I'm at like at, at a farmer's market or a flea market, but dang, you're like it's way that you oh, look at it, and it's like dude, it's like like Jim was saying, t-shirts are like 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 Hanes t-shirts we saw there was like companies that kind of have a similar look to it but it wasn't them like mm. like yeah. holy smoke they're pretty good they're, they're they're pretty good it's kind of scary they have like yeah. full-fledged branded i'm not gonna say the brand but like branded stuff yeah. and you're like yeah i don't even know if it was real or not to be honest with you but you're like you gotta like you definitely we're, what we're saying is you gotta watch for that stuff sure. you also whether, it was, careful, whether it was yeah. real or not we have no idea we're not people who verify that kind of stuff uh, I just don't buy that stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, there at, at flea markets or anything. You um, buy in, like, for the all I know, who knows? Yeah, well, then <laughs> you get even... the guys. So you get the guys who are. Um, uh, you ever see? There's like shows called Storage Wars and things yeah. like that. These guys are literally buying other people's stuff to then sell it, like to flip it. Basically, yeah. is what the intention is. Because yeah. it's um, essentially abandoned goods, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so they'll they'll come in. Um, what are those trucks called? A box, a box truck yeah, they'll come with a box truck, truck literally um and it's just a bunch of actual cardboard boxes and they're just throwing the stuff off the box truck hmm. this whole row's a dollar this whole row's five bucks <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy it's mayhem and people are all in it they're all over the place um but then again then you have the guy who's literally just selling coins and has a coin collection you have the uh, the guy who's literally just selling antiques yeah. and he might not be the guy who's making a sale, uh, you know, every 10 minutes, like, you know, the, you know, the clothes and stuff. I always find that like, it's, 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 it's wild how much the clothes go. Um, just but the guy that he makes one sale and he, he cleared house for the one day, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Who just made like 400 bucks just on the one sale. That's all, you know. And then, you, like I said, you have people selling like the little things here and there that cost a dollar. Or you know, there's guys who sell reused toys, old toys like you know Matchbox cars, mm. two for a dollar, three for a dollar, whatever the price is. Well, I had like all this stuff, and I hand the dude three dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's like it looked like a lot, but um, it's, that's, yeah, that's just definitely that's definitely that. Win -win. And he was happy. He was happy. And 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 to to speak about that goose, you can give us a you can give us the one example we were talking about yesterday. When also like if you're a vendor, if you're trying to sell stuff, you want to make it so it's like approachable, yeah. right? Some some vendors trap everything in, so like you can't even get to it. One, two, it's a disaster. It looked like yeah. something blew up or something. I don't even know. It's just disorganized all over the place. Um, you don't even know what you're even. You're just digging through boxes and crates. Yeah, well, so us, you, you have these tables you set up, right? And you lay, you put, obviously you display it out, but there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that are walking by. So they might be picking this up, picking something yeah. up, and just putting it in another location or just throwing it off with you and someone else. And, like, the whole table looks like a disaster. It doesn't look organized. Yeah. So there's certain things that, like, something was on top of something else that you could that you didn't even know there was, it was underneath. And I was just the hell selling gym. I'm like, dude, that's, like, a part of, like, like that kind of tells the the type of salesman you are. Like you're organized yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's how that gives you like a a personal like a real quick type 
don't know, like a, pre- like a personal gesture. You're the type of person you are. Like, yeah. dude, things messy. That's how your lifestyle kind of is messy, and you don't care. And you're just saying, hey, yeah, hey, hey, come and get it. Like, or if you like organized, you have things organized. That's how like your 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 house is probably organized. Your your car is nice and clean and neat. And like that's so those are the type of people you want to buy stuff from. You don't want to buy stuff. If someone's like everything's a mess. Like you probably go home and buy uh, a toy, and it's it's broken. You don't know how these people take care of things. So it's like. I don't know. You, you can actually see that too. Like it's definitely discretionary. Under. Yeah, you definitely yeah. don't want to buy everything. You can you can buy. It just depends on what you're buying. So there can be stuff that can get tossed around and it won't get jacked up. But for the majority of things, if you're disorganized and you're just throwing stuff all over the place, yeah. I mean, unless the guy's saying you know ten for a dollar, you can you can find something just because of the bargain of the price of it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's not really you know. And you'll see it. You'll notice it. It's just like. It's like, you know, I, I can't even describe it, but it is, it's just a bombshell of people. And you know that it's one of those guys. It's those box truck guys who have boxes lined up <laughs> and it's more than likely it's closed. And it's this rose, two bucks, this rose, three, um, or yeah, put a- as much as you can in a bag for five bucks. Uh, keep moving. I mean, sometimes you also got to watch out for like, so sometimes people have electronics, like those box truck guys. You know dang well they, they they found like a TV or a radio. They didn't plug it in to bother, and then you're asking them, "Hey, does this work?" And they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," just to make that buck. And then you take it home, and it's like it doesn't work. So now you're like, "Oh man, I got got." Like, yeah, if you're yeah. gonna do it, at least be honest about it. Don't be don't be scummy about it. You know, like well, it's really it's super ch- cheaply made toys that have literally been there since like, I was a kid. That like that little barking dog goes. Rawr, 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 rawr. And the, the and monkey with the symbols into a circle or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, like with heck with the symbols. Oh, yeah, man. like they're still selling that stuff, and it's like that's I don't know, just steer clear. I, I mean, um, yeah, that's. And then, like Goose said, I think some you know there's there's a good majority of people who do it just for the social aspect because we we're walking by vendors who really didn't have anything to sell. Or, or I'm not even kidding you. A dude had a piece of a fence leaning up against his table and i'm like i don't know maybe there is someone looking for that i have no idea um and a a handlebar from a bicycle a handlebar from like an old school like you know schwinn handlebar (laughs) Um, so me taking is like he had a fence i'm like maybe he has like a bunch of panels at home somewhere it is the kind of fence he has but a handlebar, like I'm hoping he has the rest of the bike somewhere though. <laughs> so he well, that's so what happened. That bike went through the fence. Yeah. This dude had pieces of stuff. Like he just had pieces. Like nothing was a complete of anything. And he was trying he to build was, someone's puzzle. Nah, he was there with a big old smile and just talking to the vendors on each side of. I just honestly think he was there just for a social aspect. He just, he probably just like, went to hang just, out. Yeah, he just yeah, like no, seriously. Yeah, there's something for him to do. He looks forward to it. Yeah. It's just a camaraderie. Um, yeah. And you get to talk about, oh, where were you this week? And so a lot of the things with the vendors is like, oh, I just came from Philly uh, on Thursday. Uh, then we went down to uh, South Jersey on whatever day, Friday. We're here Saturdays and Sundays. Like, And they're all kind of like intermixed that in that community. They yeah. kind of travel around together. Like I said, they built, you know, some of these people are stationed next to each other for a whole season. So you kind of do build a relationship with them. Yeah. Then we got the guy that he had like stuff on a table and he's sitting <laughs> inside his car and he's yelling out the prices through asking like, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like just sitting there, like, just like being super lazy. They want to come out and interact. With him. He's like, Oh yeah, that's $5. He's important. He's sitting inside of his car. Eating a <laughs> sandwich in one hand and a cigarette in another. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm like it was the it was oh, the it was, we were this the scene of it. We was were people, so we were thrown. We off. were people watching. We were doing all kinds of stuff too. Yeah. We were there. It's like it's just <laughs> it's entertaining, man. This is when you pick something up and you're just curious to see what it is, and the guy's like, "Oh, that's fifteen dollars." I'm like, I didn't ask you the price. I'm just like <laughs> looking at it real quick. Yeah, he's just yelling. He's just yelling. I mean, you get the guys who are just yelling prices. You got your Jose Canseca. You got your Mark McGuire. You know what I mean? They got- <laughs> <laughs> then you got some people like you're looking at something you have interest in. You pick it up. They hawk you like you're going to like walk away with it or something. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm like, I just, put it yeah. back gently. I have my hand behind my back. I walk away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, and then you have like your you have your um, uh, so, so two things you have your uh, 
you're, there's always the guy who's selling like the most cheaply made, you know, like pocket knives and weapons and like BB guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Um, you have those or some like random weaponry. Um, Chinese stars, like the little like. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's it's bizarre. And then you have the uh, the hype beast is what I call. They're just there for whatever's in style. Um, yeah, and yeah. Whatever's popping, let's just say like at one point it was like these fidget things. Um, another fidget point spinners. it was what's that? No, yeah, the fidget spinners. Yeah, 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 the fidget uh, spinners things, which everything fidgety that that comes out like you know they just come out with different versions of them. Yeah. But those there's some guys they're just there for the so the following year. Whatever's like the thing, they're there selling that. Mm. Does that make sense? Not nothing against the fidget things. I actually like them, but I'm saying Impact. it was an example of saying. You know, they're just there for, you know, one year they're selling that. And, you know, as a hype beast, the following year, he's selling the hoverboards because that was the hot item. Yeah. And then well, the following year, he's selling like the razor style scooters or whatever. Um, well, now I know there's, there's huge gaps in time there. but Yeah, no, now everyone's with the with the mask. You have to wear a mask. It was right. like people selling all kinds. That's oh. all you see in everyone's like custom mask, disposable ones, the custom, the name brand ones, like all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, that's like every table. Yeah, that's basically every table. Yeah. I just like the guy who like he's so consistent, right? All this dude and him and his wife, all they sell socks. Um, and it's like, yeah. and I'm kidding you not, these are the same socks, the same style, everything since I was a kid. Uh, you yeah. fast forward 20 years later, it's like the same couple, the same like socks for sale. You know, they got like the the stack of like. Instead of golden toe, they have like the hyper, you know, like a super bright yellow or super bright pink and orange, like the girl stack or whatever. Uh, you got to love that guy. It's like this guy legit made his living off selling socks. I mean, and he's um, out there with flip flops, new socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the food, the food thing to go back on the food thing that, you know, that that's another thing you want to kind of like look out for. We always, we always go to the established uh places you know every once in a while there's like some person or some somehow got approved but it's in the middle of where there's no other food and you're kind of like questioning like uh, i don't know about this one yeah. um, it's like a random bake sale yeah yeah I don't, you, 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 there's that's definitely a good tip right there kind of when it comes to food and stuff like that just be careful that's all sure. i said just be careful just use your own discretion uh, with stuff. But the people selling the little, the little debbies that like the cupcakes. Yeah, expired. From <laughs> They're three selling the expired food it's or like, expires like <laughs> tomorrow. You got to eat them all today. Straight up eating fudge mounds and star crunch all today. Two boxes. Yo, I did that one time. <laughs> yeah, you're buying it for a dollar, but still, I mean, it's for expired. Who the heck? I did Pretty that sure too. There's time. other people who buy stuff and then sell it. Like they mark it up. Like there's yeah. no like for example like there's clearly like if you go to the dollar store there's brands that pop out and right. I'm pretty sure that there's people out there that are sell, like buying at the dollar store for a dollar and selling it for two bucks for like two dude, bucks yeah very recognizable brands too um, you also get those people that buy stuff off of the people that are selling to then yes. resell it resell it right there location. they resell it right then and there I mean it happened to, it happened to me the one time yeah I was selling tires. I sold them for one price. Later on down the road, my dad is walking down because I think I just seen your tires for like double what you price. what you sold it. <laughs> and apparently they sold again. So the guy sold them for he made money off of it. So the tires went around. Oh. It's, it's <laughs> That's crazy. What they do tires. It's crazy. <laughs> Literally yeah, they go around. around. Um Yeah, so so to switch gears a little bit, um, talk about how your approach is uh, to a flea market. Now, this might sound weird to people who don't go to flea markets a lot, um, but for, and I don't necessarily not anymore. We used to. Uh, it was like a, you know multiple days a week, Saturdays and Sundays uh, was was a normal thing. But we would start off first of all. We had an intention. We we would go in. We knew there's you know X Y and Z we were looking for. A lot of times we were looking for a very old Schwinn parts. Uh, so, because we were restoring bicycles and we wanted to re restore them to as close as original product as possible with looking the best um, in functionality. Uh, but but you go there and there's a section we know we just weren't going to hit up. There's a section we know we had to hit up. There's a section we got to go first because as we say, 
the early bird gets the worm first, you know, um, some of these products and some of these things and items that you're going for, you only have one shot in getting it. And if you're, if someone else is also there and your competition's yeah. out there, he's going to beat you to it. Um, yeah, sure. and so I remember me and my dad were vendors, man, we would be unpacking. I think it'd be like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, unpacking the truck, setting up our, you know, our little workstation there, um, our booth or whatever. And they'd be like, Hey, do you have pots and pans? No, do you have army fatigue? No, do you have, um, whatever, you know, bike parts. They would ask for the most specific things. Um, because every once in a while you would hit a jackpot. Um, and that's to me, the whole point of, you know, the fun, the fun, uh, in the flea market is like, it's a little treasure hunt. Sometimes you go with the intention of, um, you know, oh, I need a new phone case or something for something so little. Right. And then you're like, I'm just going to go really for the, you know, the atmosphere. And and then you end up finding, uh, you know, a really cool guy who's selling coins, you know, like, or, or collectibles that you couldn't even find for the years. You're like, Oh my gosh, here's this guy standing. And then all of a sudden it's like, you just felt like you hit the gold mine, right? Or you felt like you mm-hmm. hit the, uh, the jackpot. But yeah, so it's, it's, I, I, tr- I enjoy the flea market for that aspect. It's like, you never know what you're going to get. You know, you could, like I said, you could have the intention of ha- finding X, Y, and Z. I think one time I went literally, I'm not exaggerating, went for like a rake or a shovel, you know, uh, something, if, if I couldn't find it, it was like a Sunday. If I couldn't find it there, like mine, I was doing yard work on a Saturday, right? I'm going to the flea market on Sunday. So if Sunday, if I find one there, you know, uh, a, a really good brand and a good price, eh, I just, I just replaced my tool. If not, then the next day I'll go to, you know, Lowe's or Home Depot and buy, buy one. Hmm. But it's those little things like give it a chance. I'm going to, you know, or that's what takes me there. And like I said, I ended up buying, 10 other things that I like holy smokes uh, that I didn't realize, you know, I was going there for, you know, my intention wasn't that. Um, mm-hmm. But to, to, to go back on the approach. So if you have those things in your head, you know, exactly where you're going, those types of vendors, where exactly they are in that particular flea market or whatever it is. Um, and, uh, and what time they arrive, it gets, and, and that's still surface stuff there. It gets deeper than that. Some people know they already have their phone numbers. They know that guy's not showing out. He's calling out sick today. He doesn't have the pots and pans that day. So I'm not even bothering. Right. So you have, yeah. you have the inside scoop people, but um, generally speaking, there's an approach. Now that all kind of diminishes when you bring other people into the equation. Right. And so my dad was a very fast paced walker. He knew exactly what he wanted oh, yeah. and he, whatever he's in and out of those aisles. I mean, if you didn't keep up, he would just keep going. Um, and then he'll come back or he wait, he'd wait at the end for you. For at you the to end, catch yep. Wait at the end. So, yeah, or, or middle, wherever there's like a trash can. We always had like this weird thing. Like <laughs> I beat me, go to the middle. If you don't see me for like, you know, five minutes, just go to the end then wait there until you actually see me. Um, so we, 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 we would have that approach. But if we went with my mom or we went with the girls, the approach is totally different just because they wanted to look at things totally different than what we wanted to look for. Right. And so your experience is totally different. Uh, Me and Goose were having this conversation. I went with my family and I had a blast, but it was a very different experience. Right. What they wanted to look for was way different than, you know, uh, the items and, and stuff that I was interested in, but I'm there with them. So, you know, obviously for entertainment value, I got a kick out of them being there. But the experience is no doubt different. Yeah, like when, 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 like when I was younger, yes, I always went, like you said, for the bike stuff and all that. And I didn't really have that much to, to I guess, to, to search for. I was only 15 years old. So I was like really buying, I was into my bike and just buying bike stuff and just like little stuff here and there, mixed CDs and stuff like that. Obviously, we're talking about like the 90s. Um, so, car that's radio stuff, speaker. Car, well, yeah, yeah. So then, as I got Walk older, man. I would <laughs> the Sony Walkman. Yes, so man. that. So as I got older, I just kind of every time I would go, I would go with the intention of just like keep open mind. You don't know what you're gonna see, and if you don't go towards to the old and new stuff, you never know. You're never gonna know what's there because that's always a treasure hunt. Like there's stuff in there that you totally forgot that you were looking for, or or, or you know. <clears throat> Just like, didn't expect to, me, to see it there. Yeah, you didn't expect yeah. it. You were like, oh, dang, I'm going to scoop this up because I don't know if I'm going to be able to see this next time or whatever. But, I mean, like I said, I keep an open mind. 
just to run across whatever it is I think I may need at that point. Yeah, like <clears throat> like you said, when we were young, I would go there for baseball cards. Dude, I would go to every guy who was selling baseball cards when I was a kid, like buy baseball cards, buy, find like the cheapest one, and then try to buy like the one individual, like Jose Canseco or something, card, and whatever, try to make a deal. Now, that when I just went with Jim, we were just wandering around. I bought a 1920 blow dryer. Yeah. Yo, this thing has a wooden handle <laughs> and it's in mint condition, dude. And I was like, that's that's my industry. And I have like clippers like from the 1920s. I have so I have like a whole display thing, mm. and that finished up my fi- like I never in a million years thought I was gonna go to to the flea market on Sunday and buy a flea, uh, a blow dryer. But dude, it's like, <laughs> dude, I've seen it. Dude, the price is right. I'm like, I got to like it was just like a like an amazing find. So yeah, it's like us. Yeah, as you get older, or whatever your intentions are going are different. Yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, same thing. There was, um, it's it's kind of like what Heck was saying. You, you go there with the intention of something, or even if, like I was, I, I mentioned earlier, just going there for the social aspect, or just to get out of the house, something to do. You don't really Exercise. have anything, anything yet in particular you want, and then you come across stuff like. Me and Goose, how many times did we pass on those like so nostalgic? Like, you know, you saw like yeah. Goosebumps books for sale. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? You see VHS. something with like, videos. Yeah, you see like old school video game and Super Nintendo. There was a Super Nintendo for sale. And like, you see that basically yeah. at every flea market, but still, every time you see it, it's nostalgic. It throws you into a time period. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. And like mid 90s were killer with, you know, that stuff, uh, you know, with like jerseys and like whatever else. Yeah, uh, you can get your hands on. But like I said, like I wasn't going there for a catcher's mitt. I was, but my eye was open for anything baseball related because my son is, you know, he's in baseball and he's into it. Um, and so anything that's going to help him, like we stopped and looked at a pitching machine. We stopped and looked at baseball bats. We stopped and looked at other gloves. We stopped and goose. Remember, we saw gloves from the 30s and 20s. Yeah. 18 yeah. something it was gloves yeah. and this guy was selling baseball them gloves. Antiques, baseball gloves um yeah. and then i we we strolled up against a you know uh, um a bargain i didn't even see it because it was hidden it was like under somewhere next to something that i just somehow overlooked but goose grabs he's like oh this is a nice catcher's man i'm looking at him like dude that thing looks expensive um i'm like ah Anyway, let me just ask. It was like the third thing I said, man, that looks expensive. And I didn't ask. I'm like, you know, because, again, it was something I didn't really need, so to say, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Before, like, we're just so the guy's like, you know, um, I don't know, 10 bucks. I looked at Goose. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting this a beautiful glove, whatever. Um, and then we just start talking to the guy and whatever. And one thing led to another. Our eyes look, you know, uh while we're talking, we're like looking around at, at his stuff. We're like, oh, I didn't realize you had baseball cards. I'm just looking at it. And we're being, uh, my brother Miguel, we're talking about baseball cards because it's like, it came back, you know, that for an era there. Yeah, look, look at it. He has all those old school. So we bought cards. Has a chewy right? gum baseball. in the package. Yeah, with the gum still inside. Yeah. From 1988, 1990, and 1992 packs. Yeah. With like, that are, it comes with like 10 whole cards. Right there is classic. Wow. Yeah. Don Russ waxed paper uh there, there was ones that were giving away season tickets for the 1993 season you know what i mean um <laughs> for a team of your choice uh these upper deck ones from 1992 it was mm-hmm. awesome um but again so that as we're talking to that guy uh i see a card that i think is you know it, it was very recognizable to me uh which now i think it's more than likely it's a replica but that's how I would have never, that would have never happened if, number one, we didn't inquire about the, the glove. Mm. Ask, because oh, well. if I would have made an assumption that's a $50 glove and walked away, none of the other stuff would have happened. Then we developed, not, I wouldn't say like a relationship, but like a rapport with the guy of, because he started telling us his story about his daughter playing, you know, really getting into uh, softball and things like that. And that's where, you know, the conversation led us. Then we started talking about baseball cards and, you know, you see a ball that's signed from Nolan Ryan, and you get like the, you know, the the David Winfield friggin' uh, super side. I remember all that stuff in that era. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then we passed by a guy who was selling skateboards that were, you know, those mash, mash. mash skateboards. Oh, Nash. Um, yo. yo, that was like late 80s, wow. early 90s, whatever yeah. that was. I had a Nash board. 
Yeah. But yo, and, going, and we're like, what? Yeah, Jim, going back to that guy that had like the he bought the catcher's man in the glove and he had the baseball cards. Well, his thing was his daughter, he said she's really good at softball. She's really and he he told us what he paid for that glove that Jim bought. And he just bought her another one. He spent like three hundred dollars, bought her a new chest protector and gear. It was another three, four hundred dollars, bought her a new bat. It was three. So he's like, dude, I just spent a lot of money. I'm gonna get all her old stuff and then sell try to replenish some of that money with the with the old stuff. And like that's what he was doing because like she's into the sport, he's trying to support her, but like equipment and stuff is expensive. Yeah. And like, it's the stuff that she outgrew or doesn't use, he that's what he was selling. It was all good stuff. Too. Yeah, it was really <laughs> well well taken care of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I there you know there's a there's this can go a million different ways, but at the end of the day it's just I love the flea market. So when I, again, when I take the the boys, it's it's a it's a fun experience. We like to stop mm-hmm. and at this anyway. I'm talking about a particular flea market. They're all different, but yeah. Um, and 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 if I see what do we to go back on that? We like to stop at a particular place that sells lemonade and French fries, and we do that. Well, on our walk back to the car, it's all refreshing and it just it's just like our thing. It's just fun. It's not necessarily the exact thing I did with my dad because my dad was a vendor, and so I grew yeah. up in the behind the scenes and waiting in lines and getting up, you know, or not even going to sleep from the night before, just, you know, ready to rock and roll. I remember get driving like an hour to a place and my dad forgot his wallet. Mm. Um, and not for any other reason outside of we needed the money, <laughs> we needed the money to, uh, to pay. You have to pay to be a vendor. It's like 50, 60 bucks at that time. I don't know what they cost now, but this yeah. particular, um, flea market it was for a spot for a single spot it was 60 bucks um and we did my my, my dad did like awesome numbers so i mean that sounds like pretty expensive even when i say it now i guess it's not i don't know uh, but anyway so i'm not a vendor now so my experience with my sons is totally different um mm-hmm. but it, it's in its own unique way because we also just went to flea markets with my dad uh Oh, and actually, there was, I was looking for something, right, Goose? I mean, I kept honing in on, like, little Jeep toys for the boys. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of those. And the, the craft, every, anytime I see someone hustling, like, in a good way, I always try to buy something from someone like that. It has a craft thing, or they yeah. just look like they were there for the first time. So we bought, you know, signs from the this handcrafted, um, beautiful, like, wooden. You could put in any room, and it's going to look dope. Um, and then he starts talking to us because same thing. They're, sometimes they're there alone. Like that guy was by himself. When I went, my dad, me and my dad were talking to each other. We had each other. But some of these vendors go by themselves and they're dying to talk to somebody. Clearly that guy was, both of these two gentlemen were. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun to have that. You felt like that in itself was a gift, you know? Um, and they felt, they felt appreciated. Like in their minds, you know, that was a memorable experience. Like, I didn't waste my time coming here. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, does anyone have anything else they would like to say about flea markets for yard sales? Oh, we could just. So, I mean, so, so my thing. So, Go ahead. I was, I was just speaking on yard sales because, I mean, we're on the whole flea market thing. Yard sales, I mean, yard sales are, are things that you're like, I got caught up on sometimes where, like, I'm driving by. <laughs> you see the yard sale and you, you pull over because you're kind of curious to see what the heck they got sitting there. Yeah. yeah. You thought you saw something and then. Curiosity is more Curiosity, than structured. Yeah. Well, they're, they're cool because you, you're driving, you see like the big signs, like forest and sign, mm. like yard sale with an arrow that way, where they have their address yeah. on there. Like they're promoting, yeah. they're, they're they're trying to promote their um thing. But yeah, the, and, the, and the, so those that's the benefit <laughs> of them is they're not a lot of times it's a space thing, right? They just sold their yeah. house, they're moving, they don't want to take all that stuff with them. And you, there is some really good finds. Yo, Absolutely. I, I at a yard sale. Someone had a yard sale. There, they had. St- I don't know where it was. It been, whatever they had stuff on their front lawn or their driveway. And um, guy that told me a story. He's like walking up. And he sees the guy. They have like a boat on the side of the house. Like, yo, you saw him that? And the guy's like, nah, that's my baby. Blah blah. Start talking. They start talking about boats, dude. He ended up buying the boat because it was, it was like a boat that he wanted, and it was like, dude, the guy was like, well, I want a new one, but I'm not ready for it. My wife would kill me, blah blah. And so, dude, he ended up buying a boat. The, the guy wow. having yard sale probably didn't have the, those intentions at all. Got, the guy's walking up, and he's like, dude, great. he rolled out with a little boat. <laughs> That's great. What the heck? 
Yeah, no, yard sales are clutched. But those are the two people it, it's it's not organized in a way where it's like you know like a flea market is there on particular days so unless you do see those you know highlighted lights or uh, signs i should say this saturday or next weekend we're having a yard sale from yeah, but there are to- people, you know there are people that, that hunt for yard sales like like i know yeah. Ava's aunt, dude she she actually on a saturday she hunts for yard sales goes around like and people now with social media they post them but dude, that's what yeah. she does. She goes like yard tail hopping. Hmm. Yeah, now yeah. they have like their own page. They have their own yeah. site. Oh yeah, you know, on the social media county pages. or yeah. town you're in, you can post it there. It's a lot easier to you know find them. But sometimes it's random because you're you know yeah I'm going to a grocery store for something, and on my way home there's one like Whoop, you just pull over, um, yeah. and it's random. Sometimes you end up buying some. It's just funny. Like I don't know. It's uh, you don't know, or you're thinking of other people too. It's not always just about yourself. I'm thinking right. like, you know, my nephew needs a new bike or needs a new tire for his bike. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. about that. And I'm yeah. now looking around, looking for that. If they have a cool, if not, then, you know, just kind of keep it moving. Um, and that's, that was a, a, not a real example. I'm just saying um, you, you don't necessarily, not all the time are you going just for yourself. Like Goose right. definitely went a couple times to Columbus looking for a Wu-Tang burn CD for heck. Yeah. So, <laughs> There was. I got it. <laughs> no, um, I still have it. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, Jim, you remember the one time too? We were going. I don't know where me and you were going. I think we're probably going to Home Depot or something. Driving down, and there's like a girl. She had. She's making those wooden um, flags. Like yeah. it's like the American yeah. flag, but she made it out of wood. And it was like, oh, dude, we just. No, we, we we drew we, we passed it right, and on the way back is when you you stopped. We're yes. Like, yeah, we gotta check this out. Like this, like you said, you're trying to like support someone that's hustling. Like she yep. she actually, and then we didn't know, but who did it? She stayed there. She's like, I make these. Like she made it with her own hands. Like it's she stained them. She did this and that, and, and Jim actually ends up buying one. But yeah, it, that was just like a random thing too, because it was it was in the, at the back of their yard, which their backyard met up to one of the streets, like a a busy street that you. We were going to Home Depot or something. Yep. Yeah, no, that was fun. That was a fun find, too. Again, it's it's just non-traditional, unorthodox in so many different ways. Funky, cool as hell. Um, mm-hmm. Again, the collectibles thing, that's a whole other discussion. That's like a whole, you know, um, you know, there's people who just go there for Funko Pops. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. There's people who go there just for video game accessories. Like, yeah. you know, you can't get them online because <clears throat> Amazon and Target are sold out. You know, you can go to the flea market and find a controller. Like, yeah. you just know it's there. Yeah. I don't know who, but someone's selling it. Jerseys, <laughs> right? You, there's somebody selling Mitchell and Ness jerseys or your, 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 whatever your hometown team, you know, uh, professional teams are, whether it's hockey, baseball, football, basketball, whatever. Um, it's just that I don't know. I think it's a collaboration of it all um, that makes it that much fun and good. Like Goose mentioned, sometimes you just go in there just for people watch. It's entertaining yeah. um, on multiple levels. Um, <laughs> it is very entertaining. Yeah, uh, I guess we close out with the, with the uh, with the recommendation. So I guess uh, what would you do? What would you do? What do each of you tell um, someone who's going to either do it? do their own yard sale for the first time or be a vendor at a flea market for the first time. What's a tip you would give them? Heck, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, if you're going to go sell for the first time, be well aware of what you have so that you know, you know, what you're pricing and, and you know, what's going on. Um, <clears throat> always have change. Because people come up yeah. with you and they think that you're a bank and that you're selling something for a dollar and they give you a <laughs> Such 20 a good spot. Point. Yeah. They give you a 20 spot. You're like, dude, I just opened up. Come on, bro. Give me, go back give and give me some smart. change. Yeah. Although I did yeah, hear that. some guy say, do you take anything other than cash? And the vendor said PayPal. Well, which is, so we're in a different which, era. So it's super yeah. interesting. And also, and also people do Venmo. Venmo is another mm-hmm. easy thing to do. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah any of the you just comments. do it right over social media. Venmo it there and stuff. So, uh, yeah, just just pay attention to what you have and 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 be alert and and look to look to have a good time because it'll it'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're gonna go there, you you have a bunch of stuff that you're trying to sell. You want to, in a sense, kind of get rid of. 
the idea is not yeah. to come back home with it all. So absolutely. At, at the beginning of the day, something that you were selling for 10 bucks, you might want to like decrease that price at the, towards the end of the day. And like now it's like five bucks or just do anything kind of, so you don't have to bring it back home. Yeah, absolutely. Anything not to bring it home. You're right. That's a good one. Yeah. Point. So like that way your, your truck is half empty or half full or whatever, or empty altogether. Like you just want your, the whole, the whole purpose is like, yeah, you're not going to become like, you're not gonna become wealthy over this in one night. You know, it's just you're going there to sell your stuff or or your yard, the yard sale. You're just trying to get rid of stuff, your old stuff, and make it make a buck out of it. That's it, really. Other the other thing I would like to it's 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 also um, I guess what both of both of the guys are saying just on on, a, on another level in a sense of your awareness of the buyer and uh, having compassion, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's times where you're, you're going to get the little, the little kid whose parents keep saying, no, keep saying, no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. Well, and it's not up to you, right? That's, you know, the parent, but sometimes the stuff that they're grabbing was something that you're selling for a quarter, like a little matchbox card. Sometimes you can be, let's say you have to, but you can be compassionate in a sense to, yes, I'm here to make money, but yeah. you're, I, I always go with the intention. And every time we sold, we were at a flea market, I gave something away every time. Yeah. It never fails, whether it's to a little kid or whether it was someone who was like, you could tell they probably needed it. I'm not saying, you know, that I was 100% right, but I I, I felt that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to wheel and deal to a point where, you know, we're in each other's faces. Like, no, I said $20 and I keep saying, you know, 12 or something like that. At some point there's, you, there is some give. On the flip side, it's just watch for the scammers, right? For the people who are taking advantage of you. Like mm-hmm. I remember having, I remember trying to sell uh, commemorative uh, coins, silver buoyant or um, 100% uh, silver. And, uh, you know, I just remember this guy's like, well, I'll buy it for the, uh, I'll buy it for scrap metal. Uh, and, you know, and just took out the, the pneumostatic, pneumostatic, whatever the hell value out of it. Um, and, if I'm not aware of that, I just let something go for a price that I could have got double the amount. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the last big thing is if you're there to profit, be sure that um, that's what you're doing and don't be greedy. As we always say, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's only worth some of these items that you have and you think are, you know, whatever, and they could be, but the point is it's only worth as much as, you know, someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. Um, and so if you're holding so tightly to a, to a, to a, to a price, maybe you're right and, and do that. I'm just saying, I don't think every product is that way. Or maybe you're not ready to get rid of it. You brought it out there thinking, you know, it's worth 50 bucks and nobody's willing to buy it. And somebody's offering 40 and you're like, no, I want to, you're not ready to get rid of it. If that's the case, you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, and don't do sell stuff. stuff unknowingly of other, of those other people's stuff unknowingly. I'll never forget one time, <laughs> Pop, there's so many boxes in the in the garage that um, they had just moved to this to 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 a, to a home, and the garage is filled with boxes. And somehow our boxes, <laughs> our boxes that were our own possessions that we just didn't unbox yet, versus the section of the flea market stuff, <laughs> went with the flea market stuff. And my dad sold like oh. these little statues and figurines oh, yes. that my mom wanted. Yeah. And she said, where are my figurines? He's like, I sold them at the park. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I think they were, um, they were like, yeah, plates. It they were was like Christmas plates show. with like the gold like rim and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember that. She was so upset. <laughs> um, oh, and I truly believe me, it wasn't intentional. And the box was no. around the other stuff. Um, but it was just awareness, I guess. I don't know. It's too funny. Um, any closing words? This was fun. Um, um, all right, so, bye. <laughs> wrap it up with a quote by Christopher Marlowe. Uh, Money can't buy love, but it improves your bargaining position. Um, and then the second one by Howard Baker. The most difficult thing in any negotiation, almost, is making sure that you strip it of the emotion and deal with just the facts. Wow, that was one of the hardest things that I had to ever learn. Still learning. Um, let's make a deal in this episode. The crew covers topics that range from flea markets, garage sales, bargaining, vendors, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Howard Baker and Christopher Marlowe. Awesome. 
Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.